the labyrinth and mysteries surrounding those icons of mid-1970s Central Georgia glam rock, the Dazzle Dudes. I'm Freaky Dink Fingerhut, former top-rated DJ at WTFH in Mixon, Georgia. Earlier this season, season two, episode three to be exact, we heard a heated exchange between Bud Carney and Jeter Lewis. Bud was the owner of Carnival Sound Studios, where the dudes had been working tirelessly for months on their debut album. Jeter Lewis, the son of Skeeter Lewis, owner of Skeeter's Auto Salvage and the money man behind the project, was Skeeter had been acting as their engineer and Airzot's producer, and he was going to put that album out on his incipient record label, Crush Records, which was named in homage to the car masher at his daddy's junkyard. It seemed that Bud was incensed at a perceived lack of payment for some of the dude's studio time, while Jeter insisted that Bud had been paid regularly and on time every month as per their agreement. Bud, however, kept no records and so had no legal recourse for his accusations, whereas Skeeter, Jeter's dad that owned the junkyard, was a successful business owner and he kept meticulous records. All of this was lost on the constantly pie-eyed Bud who insisted that he was being cheated. At one point, Carl, the dude's guitar player, had had enough and hulked out on Bud, threatening him with a crude retinal surgery. Bud fled in terror, in a cab, of course, and nothing more transpired, at least for the moment. The band had played a successful, albeit drama-filled, gig at Marvin's La Elite on Christmas Eve, the details of which can be heard in last week's Season 2, Episode 4. Afterwards, they had hauled their gear back to Jimmy's Mama Connie's basement, where they always rehearsed, and were looking forward to a couple of days of relaxation. Two days later, they got together to rehearse in the basement when Jeter arrived with some shocking news. Sorry I'm late. Listen, I got some crazy news. I think everybody ought to sit down. Well, that sounds pretty ominous, Jeter. Yeah, man, Jeter, you're scaring me. What's going on? I'm serious. Everybody sit down, really. Jimmy, you too. I'm the drummer, Jeter. I tend to be always sitting down. Tell us what's up. Okay, okay. You guys ready? I mean, remember, I'm just a messenger. You're not supposed to you shouldn't kill messengers. Fucking talk already. Okay, all right, well, I went over to Carnival Sound Seat because I forgot some stuff over there. I wanted to get it. 
When I got there, the doors were locked with chains, and it smelled really weird. It's Bud Carney's studio, Jeter. It always smells weird. Yeah, but this time it smelled like smoke, like something had been burning. Now I looked and I saw this note taped to the front door. A note? Yes, it's right here. This, this is the note. Okay, well, who's the note from? It's from Bud. Well, shit, Jeter, do you just want us to ask you a series of probing questions and then speculate on the contents of the note based on our findings? Or would you just rather read us the fucking thing? I'll read it. A fine decision there, Jeter. Bud wrote it. As you mentioned. Okay, let me see. It's really hard. It says... You Philly Harians have created me and the I Shit, I can't read this. It's all fucked up and messy. Give it to me. Alright. You filthy hairheads have cheated me. Nobody cheats me, Bud Carney, by God. You have not paid me the money which you owe me for the use of my studio. Carnival Sounds, my studio by God. Because you would not pay me the money you owe me, I was not able to keep Carnival Sounds, which is owned by me, Bud Carney, God Almighty, up to the safety standards to which it should be kept. A fire broke out sometime in the night, and now my studio, Carnival Sounds, Cannot be used anymore by filthy hairheads and slobbermouths who don't know how to record music that decent Christian men and women would like to buy and then listen to. Bud Carney's studio, Carnival Sounds, has recorded famous Christian country and Western men and women singers like Scram Polly and the Yodeling Youngins and will no longer be recording vicious and dirty hairy liars like your band and your devil monster thing that plays the guitar who had better not come near Bud Carney. Also, your tapes that have you... Your tapes... Also, your tapes that you have recorded your devil album on have probably burned up in the fire. What the fuck? Witness what? at mine hand, Bud what? Carney, owner of world-famous uh, Carnival Sound Studio. Man, what the hell? What the ever-loving shit? Our tapes, all our music burned up in a fire? I don't even know where to start. This is bullshit. Oh, Lordy, I had a terrible feeling something bad like this was going to happen. Oh, man, all that work. I knew I was doing wrong. I just knew it all along. What are you talking about doing wrong, Billy? My grandma has been telling me for a long time that playing this kind of music was keeping me away from the Lord. I should have known she was right. I mean, I hadn't even been to church in a month. Oh, Lordy. What do you mean, this kind of music? Are you kidding me? I think as crazy as he is, Bud's kind of right in a way. This music we play, it's got darkness to it. Y'all know it does. It's not righteous. Oh, Billy, that's not true. I mean, there's a lot of spirituality in our music. 
mean, what about music of the spheres or, you know, um, Spaceship Lovin'? There's tons of spiritual stuff in those songs. You say so, but I think our music's getting us away from God. I think we all know deep down that the devil's in our midst. Oh, man, that's crazy talk. I can't believe you're saying all this stuff. There's no devil here. Devil would say that, too. I, I mean, I'll admit that Carl can't come off a little dark and satanic. What the fuck? No offense intended, Carl. I mean, I think it's a groove and all, but, you know, it's sort I'm of... not talking about Carl. He and me are good friends, and I know he loves the Lord. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know Jimmy's pretty excitable, but, you know. He ain't uh, talking about me, you asshole. Oh, well, you mean Jeter, then. Well, he just really digs Black Sabbath, man, but that doesn't make him a Satanist. Come on! Oh, not them neither, man. Not none of them. I'm talking about you, Jesse. Me? Yeah, Jesse, I'm sorry. I think you've lost your way. I, I, I haven't lost my way. If anything, my consciousness has been opened up further than ever. Well, I remember when I used to see you and your daddy at church pretty regular. That was a long time ago. Did y'all just quit going to First Baptist and switch church homes or something? Uh. Let's just say that I've been exploring other options. Yeah, but are they spiritual options? That's what I'm concerned about. You know, there's a lot of other philosophies out there, Billy. Lots of different points of view. Like, have you ever read Siddhartha by Herman Hesse? Or The Prophet by Khalil Gibran? No, I hadn't read none of that. But what I have read is my Bible. And I think if you're not careful, you might could be reading the book that Satan wrote and not even know it. Yeah, well, I'm questioning the whole concept of good versus evil anyway, and you Why know... Why in the hell are we talking about prophets and religion while our damn music is done burn up in a fire? What in the hell are we gonna do now? Well, you know, they say when the going gets tough, the tough get going. Jesse, you don't know one damn thing about tough going or being tough or nothing, so why don't you just put a damn limit on it? Well, Jimmy, you're dead wrong there. Just so happens there's a lot, a whole lot... You don't know about me. Well, I've known you since second grade, so I'm finding that a little tough to swallow. Your mama knows what's tough to you swallow. You just give it up, you son of a bitch. Just give it up and see what happens. You started it, asshole. And I'll finish your asshole, too. I'm, I mean, you know what I mean, son of a bitch. Okay, okay. Uh, I guess we need to get in touch with Bud and find out what's going on, huh, Jesus? Not me. I'm not talking that stinking drunk. He's already insulted me and my daddy, calling us cheaters, and he can fuck off. You talk to him, Jesse. Me? Hell no. He doesn't even remember my name. He's so called funny man. Well, there's a shit what he called you, funny man. Why don't you go see him and talk to him while she's funny man? Maybe Carl ought to go talk to him. He's scared of you, Carl. Fuck no. Yeah, I guess that's not such a hot idea. No, I guess it isn't, huh? Well, Jimmy, you're the obvious choice. How the hell you figure that? Well, he shops at your dad's liquor store. You see him all the time. He associates you with something he really needs. Uh-huh. And just what would that be, Mr. Smart Genius Jesse? Well, fucking liquor, obviously. It's like it's oxygen. Oh, God. 
Yeah, I guess I'm, well, if I see him in the store, I guess I could ask him what the hell. Yeah, and if he won't give you a straight answer, just refuse to serve him. <laughs> yeah, that's really gonna work. Like, Daddy, let that happen. You got any clue what Bud Carney spends in one week at Daddy's package store? Hell, he keeps the lights on well, practically. somehow we need to get some answers. I agree, it ain't right. We need to get our tapes back. We need a plan. Fucking plan. Fucking plan. Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, we need to shit or get off the table. So, uh, shit or get off the table is the plan? You know what I mean, Jesse, damn it. You mean if we're up on a table, we should go ahead and poop up there, or if we're not, we should oh, get down? Oh, God, Jesse, you're stupid. I'm not stupid, you're stupid. I'm not stupid, you're stupid. What's the fucking plan? Right, sorry, Carl, we need to make a plan. Right on, we need one, a plan. Well, anybody got any ideas? I mean, I guess I could play a trick on him. Like wow. how? Well, let me see. I, I know I could, I could tell him I found a case of liquor in one of the front loaders over to John Deere while I was working last week, and does he want it? And, and so what'll happen when he gets there and you don't have no case of liquor, Billy? He'll, he'll probably be pretty mad. Probably. Well, who else has a plan? Anybody? Carl? I could peel his face off. He'd talk then, if he could talk. Right. Anybody else? I guess I can talk to him when he comes to the liquor store. I imagine I'll see him tonight. Okay. What are you going to say? Oh, gosh. I'll probably ask him if the liver is a muscle or an organ. Stupid. I'm going to ask him where our tapes are. It's an organ. What? The liver. It's an organ. The heart is a muscle. Man, you really know your stuff, Billy. So, uh, we was talking about church. No, I believe we done talked that subject out. Well, I, I thought I ought to tell y'all that I've been playing bass in our little gospel band over at First Baptist. They got them youth services, and they asked me to join the band. I hope y'all don't mind. Of course not, Billy. A man needs to follow his spiritual path. Oh, God. I, I mean, it's, it's not going to affect my playing with the dudes, really. I may not always agree with the lyrics, Jesse, but, you know, upon further reflection, I guess there's nothing sacrilegious about her songs. Whew, well, that's a relief, especially coming from a guy that wrote a song called Super Boobs. Yeah, I know, I, and I prayed about that, and I've moved on from it. I did start writing a song for the gospel band, though. Y'all want to hear what I got? Oh, yes, please, right now. All right, well, I've just got the first verse in the bass part, but here goes. Going downtown, gonna meet the Lord. He's got him a brand new Ford. He sees me and he hands me the keys. I'm cruising around the square with the Prince of Peace. Everybody looking at me awful odd Cause I'm riding down the highway with the Son of God What do y'all think? Wow Man, Billy, that's real interesting But won't your pastor think it's kind of questionable? I mean, talking about 
the Lord cruise around town in a car? No, Preacher Bob said to have fun with it as long as we wasn't disrespectful or had cussing in the lyrics, you know. Plus, if our Savior come to earth today, I bet he'd have a car. I mean, it might be an older model, but I'm just thinking a Ford would be right, you know, kind of humble. Maybe like a Maverick or a Pinto or an old Falcon well, or something. you find out the timing on that, you should let Jeter know. He can probably get the Lord a pretty good deal. I'm not feeling very comfortable with this conversation. I heard that. Okay, so the plan is you're going to talk to Bud when he comes into the liquor store. Maybe tonight, right, Jimmy? Yeah, I'm betting he'll show up tonight. You know, we could go see about that studio over by the pulp mill. It's called Big Top Studios. By the paper mill? Yeah, I know where that studio is. That guy that runs, it's a weird cat. You mean unlike Bud Carney? Yeah, okay, point taken. But man, that paper mill stinks. It probably smells awful in that studio, too. Unlike Bud Carney's studio? Yeah, okay, right again, all right. What do we got to lose? We got to record somewhere, I guess. I'll go over there and meet the guy and see what's happening. Man, that'd be great, Jeter. Thanks. Well, it's my record label, Crush. And yeah, my money, well, that, my daddy's money, so it's my job, right? Right, you are, Jeter. Plus, you guys need to be focusing on the music. I mean, you're the artist, you're the dazzle dude. Dazzle dudes! Well, well, thank you, Jeter. I, I feel a little better, man. Yeah, me too. Yeah, thank you, Jeter. Yeah, you're okay, Jeter. I sure thing. Thanks, dudes. I'll get us back on track. You just wait. So, uh, Jesse, speaking of our art, uh-huh. this new song, what what's it called? Juggernaut. Yeah, Juggernaut. What's it about? A Juggernaut. Right. Do you know what a juggernaut is? Well, yeah, it's something unstoppable. Yeah, that's one sort of vague definition. It's also the name of one of the X-Men in the comic book. Yeah, well, it's not about him. Well, see, I looked it up. It comes from Sanskrit, but mainly it's used to describe a big old heavy decorated cart that they use in parades over in India. Yeah, the song's not about that either. So that brings me to my question. What is it about? Well, it's about an unstoppable force of nature. And that force of nature's supposed to be you? Well, not necessarily. It could be any strong-willed person. And, and it also has sexual overtones, right? I mean, you're saying... I'm a juggernaut, baby. I'm juggernaughty, aren't you? Yeah, I was I kind of thought that was a pretty good play on words, you know, juggernaut and naughty and kind of mushing them up together. But, but yeah, I mean, it's cool, you know, because like a lady might be thrilled by the concept of a juggernaut was my thinking. So to recap, you're telling some unidentified woman that you're an unstoppable force and that you're naughty or juggernaughty, and you're suggesting that she'll enjoy your inevitable sexual attentions. Is that right? Well, I mean, I guess you could put it that way. Sure, why not? Why not? Because it sounds like what a rapist would say. What? Well, think about it, Jesse. You're saying, hey, baby, I'm coming for you, and there's not nothing you can do about it. No, by the way, you're going to enjoy it because I said so. 
You know, federal penitentiary has a bunch of guys that think like that. Man, Jimmy, I haven't even written the rest of the lyrics yet. Give me a break, okay? Well, maybe take it as a sign that you ought to step to it and write the damn lyrics. What do you say? I'm dying to hear how the story turns out now. I'm working on it, man. Clearly not very fast. You know, Jimmy, I can't just manufacture my art. It takes inspiration. Oh, I'm sure it does. And what exactly was the uh, inspiration for Juggernaut? Oh, I, I probably shouldn't say. Oh, come on, Jesse. We're all grown-ups okay, here. Okay, if you insist. See... There's this little game that your mom, Connie, no. and I play sometimes no. where she gets down no, on no. all fours no, no, and then no, no, like... No, 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 no. Season 2, Episode 5 of Dazzle Dudes, which was written, recorded, and produced by Murray Attaway with additional material by Layla Attaway. All rights reserved. You can find Dazzle Dudes on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Android, TuneIn, Stitcher, Overcast, Spotify, Radio Public, iHeartRadio, and at DazzleDudes.com, or anywhere you want to get a podcast. Thanks to every one of you for continuing to listen. As we always say, Dazzle Dudes is completely free, including no commercials, no requests for online donations, no nothing, absolutely free. All we want is for you to keep listening and have fun and share it with other folks. We thank everyone who's rated us, and we hope that more of you will go to Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or something and reward us with a five-star rating and or a good comment, why don't you? It sure does help spread the word. We hope everybody enjoyed their copy of the Dude's Christmas song last week. If you don't know what I'm talking about, last week's episode came with a free download of Glam Rock Santa Claus, a Dude's first Christmas song. You can still get it by going to DazzleDudes.com and clicking the email subscribe button where you enter your first name and your email, and we'll send you a link to the song. We'll also send you occasional news about the dudes in this podcast, Unless you don't want us to, in which case you can put a stop to it whenever you want. We're going to be doing more special treats like that one, and we're even going to start offering t-shirts and stuff pretty soon. So getting on the dude's email list ain't the worst idea. We don't share your email with nobody. We guard your privacy like a muskrat guards its musk. Muskrat love. <laughs>